on the Wake Up Radio presents Shh, with your host, True Teller 410 and Cindy Ashby. When do you know you're being used? Oh my God. Yes, ma'am. So, the reason I ask that question is because. I think in today's time, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know. I'm going to say, hold on, let, 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 me, let me take that back. There's a small amount of people who don't know they're being used. There's a lot of people who know they're being used, but take being used as somebody find importance in them, enough to rely on them slash use them. Right, so this question came about. Um, one of my friends, he he called me, and he said, "Hey, truth, let me ask you a question." He said, "You be honest with me." I said, "Yeah, of course." He said, "When will you stop doing something for somebody?" I said, "Bro, I'm 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 a kind of person. I'm this kind of person." I'll ask you for something one time, I, and, I, and I don't even, I'll bait you. I don't even need it. I just want to see if you'll do it. If you don't do it, and I've done anything for you, I will disregard you like I never met you. Because in that, by me doing that, that's how I see if you're willing to do for me the way I'm willing to do for you. That's how I do it. Now, some people say, well, what if they can't do it? Listen, if somebody can help you, if somebody claims to be a friend or they love you or anything they claim to be to you, if that person can help, can help you and they don't, then that person is not who they say they are to you. Let me repeat that. If a person can do for you and they don't do for you, then that person is not who they say they are to you. If that person calls you in the middle of the night and says, I have this problem, and then you hear them out with their problem, or if this person calls you in the middle of the night and you go running, and you turn and you ask that person for something, and they hit you with the million one excuses for why they can't do it, you need to cut that person off immediately. Immediately. Because once that person see you'll do for them, and they see that you that you will you will take the excuses from them when you ask them to do for you, that person nine times out of ten will use you. They will use you all the time, all the time. I'm a, I'm a firm believer when it comes to females, right? Mm-hmm. I can count. You see, I probably have. In my whole right right now, I probably have about seven female friends, people who I consider my friend. Seven. Because I, better, and I could be I wrong. I better be in that bitch. Thank you. Huh? Huh? I, I better be on that list. That's of course, you on that list. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go, go ahead. But I know, in in today's time, I've seen it happen, and I know that. 
I'm I'm not gonna be one of those people who you call when you and your man going through something or you and your baby father. I, I I'm never gonna be one of those people. I've done that before. I played the white knight before. Not for me. I'm not doing that. A female can't call me and tell me, Well, you know, I'm fucked up. I'm this, I'm that. You know, I'll watch you starve. Because the ones who I've considered friends before, they have done me so wrong that there's no way in the world I can ever do anything for them. They use me. And then when you recognize that you're being used, right? Once you recognize you're being used, you are a fool to complain about being used. It's like the woman who suffers from quote-unquote domestic violence. The first time he hits you, you're, you're a domestic violence victim. After two years of this nigga going upside your head, you are not a victim of domestic violence. You are a bitch who like to get her ass. You have to admit it. You cannot say, you know, what was you, what was me. And I feel that way about about being used. If you if you feel in your heart somebody is using you, and you still hanging around that person, and while and let them continue to use you, you you like being used. You cannot complain about it. Men, women, anybody who's listening now, anybody who's going to listen in the future. My way tends to work for me. I'll ask somebody, can you do this one thing for me, who I've done multiple things for? If they hit me with the gaffle, I cut them off. I cut them off. I, 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 I go as if I never met that person a day in my life. They can call me. Well, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? You always been blah, blah, blah. I will even reply. Mm. And on that note, let me introduce. We got a caller. Yeah. Yeah. That use thing is just like, it's just horrid. I think it's horrible to use people. But I, I know of people that were users. And, mm. you, you know, it, 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 it sucks. Um, I think it's something that stems from childhood. Are you there, sis? Yes, I'm here. Uh-oh. Sister Jackie's in the house. Did we strike a nerve? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear Am you. Am I heard? True teller, meet Sister yes, Jackie. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm good. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm well. I was just sitting back, listening to the show, loving it. And Thank welcome you. back. <laughs> I just wanted to call in because this is such a hot topic that y'all are talking about. And I heard what you said, um, you know, the the comment you made about sticking around when you know you're being used after a certain amount of time. It's not like, you know, like the wool has been pulled over your eyes. You, you kind of mm-hmm. know. But I, I will say, just on the behalf of some people, not everybody, just mm-hmm. some, that in domestic violence relationships, mm-hmm. that's a that's a touchy um, topic because women is not that they don't know; it's just that domestic violence, with it, what is not described to people as, is an addiction, just like being on drugs. It's an addiction. So it's a, it's a place that a woman may find herself in 
because she's addicted to the love of that man. And that's why she's dead. Love or dick? Huh? Love or dick? Dick Matthias? Okay. They could be both. They could have kids together. So So you're talking about Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And a woman will become addicted to the emotion of a man because nine out of ten times if a man is abusive, using, he's broken that woman down. She doesn't even know who she is anymore. Mm. it's, It's mental abuse as well, not just physical. It's mental abuse. So it takes a lot to come out of a situation like that and much like a parent is to a child that may have gone out there, gotten themselves on drugs, hooked on drugs, and every time they come around this mama, let me get $50. Mm-hmm. And to mama, that's always her baby. Mm-hmm. So it's not about whether, you know, it just depends on the circumstances. It's not about whether you are um, knowingly being used and doing nothing about it. It's just that you have certain connections to that person that's using you. And you, you have a fondness, a love, a bond with that person, and you feel sorry for them because of the situation that they're in. And that would be me from a mom's perspective. But mm-hmm. then me as a woman in a relationship with a man, sometimes you're broken down mentally that you need help yourself. It's not a matter of being, you know, not being wise. It's just a matter of being broken emotionally and physically, both and spiritually. Mm-hmm. So when you, but, but then there are certain circumstances, like, you know, Joe from down the block borrowed $10 from you and told you he was going to give it to you uh, uh, next week. And then, Joe come back and borrow another 10 and you give him another 10 and then he come back and do it again. That's different. You understand what I'm saying? That's that you just being straight up used. You just, just give Joe your check type situation. But so when it me, comes down to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question. Oh, are, are, are you, are you a black woman? Yeah. Oh, you can okay. hear the bass in my voice. I mean, you not gotta be respectful, you know. I don't because I have to ask questions <laughs> about my statements, right? So, in the black community, yeah. I mean, I want you to be totally honest with me. You as yeah. a black woman, how uh-huh. many times do you see a black woman being used and make excuses for this man being ain't shit? Let's just call him he ain't shit, nigga, right? How many times have you seen a black woman with the man on the couch all day and then? You know, while she's in love, oh, he's he he's he's looking for jobs. He's in between jobs. He's trying, but then when she's tired of being used, then the he's between jobs. He's looking for jobs. He's trying become that nigga ain't shit. Ain't never been shit. That's why I had to throw his sorry ass out the house. How many times have you heard that? Uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. There ain't too many sisters that I roll with gonna let somebody let a dude sit up on the couch. <laughs> Not, not, not that you roll with. I'm talking about how many times have you come across those kind of stories? It might be people you know. It could have been oh, yeah. this person saying this. This person told them that. Yeah, I've seen it. I have seen so, 
I've, I've actually witnessed it. And mm-hmm. I, I know from just being a woman in love with a man that you accept certain things. Now, me personally, me personally, I've accepted physical abuse in my younger, in my younger years, in my teenage years. I went through that. And now that's an, that's an addiction. So I always remove that. I never mix that in with anything else. That's a whole nother beast. Um, but having a man sit up on your couch and you're paying all the bills and he's not being a man. Cause mm-hmm. I think men are those providers like the head of the household. That's his mm-hmm. place. That's the man of the house. And he mm-hmm. needs to be a man. Those situations. I don't understand. I, I can't wrap my head around them. I, I just don't understand that one because it's enabling. Yeah. It's enabling this person to use you even more. So you know what? So yeah. While I have you on the phone, let, 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 let me let, let me let me wrap with you for a second. Another question came to me a couple of days ago. The man. He, he, not question, he made a statement. What is the question? He said, how, why is it when a woman becomes callous to what she's been through in life? Me as a man supposed to understand what she's been through and try to help her work through it. But when a man becomes callous because of what he's been through in life, we expect it to overcome it, not bring it to the table, or not, or, or 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 for it not to be a lingering issue. Now I'm not going to tell you what I told him. I want to hear your answer. <laughs> um, and you too. I think I think it's one sided. I think mm-hmm. that men suffer traumas the same way we do. The same way. I think mm-hmm. men carry a lot. And I don't believe that um, a man should be treated any different mm-hmm. and expect the reaction, because it's a man, expect the reaction to be different, solid. Um, I think women should heal when, from their traumas before they get into a relationship with a man and expect mm-hmm. a man to repair that. A man can't repair that. Mm-hmm. And that's the, and I and I just I just had this conversation with another sister, mm-hmm. and I told her, I said, you know what the problem is with women, is that if if a man has wronged us, then we'll look for the ne- next man to fix it, mm-hmm. and then if he don't fix it, then we go on to the next man, and we look what we do is we look for men to fix what one man has broken, mm-hmm. and that's not the answer. The answer is fix it yourself because that's your baggage. That's, that's personal baggage. And you mm-hmm. cannot carry that baggage from one relationship to the next. Take me time because that's the one thing that we never take. We never take a break from a relationship. You know, everybody want to feel warm in bed at night. <laughs> yeah. We want to we snuggle yeah. with a partner. 
and we don't know how to be alone. But we need that alone time to heal the shit that's been done, the trauma, and not carry it to the next man or woman and expect them to, to fix the shit that you that happened in the last relationship. Not my problem. That's my take. Um, maybe other people feel differently about it. You ask, you know, Cindy, from another woman's perspective. Yes, ma'am. My answer is ditto. Boom. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, sister, uh, please tell, tell, tell me your name again. Jackie. Miss Jackie. Okay, Miss Jackie. I got another question for you. Me and Cindy talk about this. This is actually how... Me and Cindy's conversation is, is was the birth of this show. You, as a woman of a certain age, why do you think people, when they meet, right, within the first, let's say the first five conversations they have, right? Yeah. Why do you think people are so hesitant to talk about sex within those first couple of conversations? Because I hear people say, you know, when that conversation is brought up, right, they say, well, I don't think, I don't think now is the time we should be talking about that. I don't, you know, and, and my response is, if I'm courting Miss Jackie, if I'm courting uh, 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 whoever, Hall- Halle Berry or, or James Swain, whoever, I'm courting that person, right? It's not going to take me a long time to recognize if I want to be with somebody. It's not. That's just me. Not everybody, but it's not. Because of the questions that I ask. And one of and some of the questions that I ask are about sex, right? If a woman tells me, "Oh, I don't like sucking dick," and, and excuse my mouth, Miss Jackie, for this is that show, right? Oh no, no, we 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 keep it real, boo. We keep it real. Just okay. say it with your chat. All right. <laughs> a woman tells me I don't like sucking dick. That's it. That's it. Because I'm a man who likes to give all. I like to give all. Just that's it. Yeah. If I tell and me and like I said, we talked about this before, me and Cindy on, on, on previous shows. If I tell a woman, these are my fantasies, I want and, and you know, I'm not asking you to go out there and come back with a fucking you know, a baby's fucking arm, you know, cut off their body. Nothing nothing that's gonna get you locked the fuck up. But yeah. if I tell you these are my fantasies and you telling me you want to be with me. Because I noticed that when you when you when you dating women, right? And this is my my perspective. But I, I noticed that when men come back and we talk about the women that we dated, one thing that's never talked about is sex. They either have to find out how good or bad that person is on that night. And then when I ask most men, well, did you tell her your fantasy? No, I can't tell that woman that she she ain't gonna want to do that. And these men will then take what they want, wipe it off the table, and then conform. But a woman is less prone to do that. Why do you think with people who claim to be grown-ass men and women, you know, modern men and women, why do you think we have that problem talking about sex and following through with those conversations? within the first couple of conversations we're meeting someone about which is sex or the same sex. Your, your thoughts? Okay, my thoughts um, based off of my experiences yes, ma'am. is that we are so worried about 
other people's opinions. Okay. We're so concerned with what someone is going to think about us that we are, we, we are afraid to be our true selves. There's a lot of people wearing masks around here these days. They don't need, you don't even, sometimes, you know, with some of the females, you know what I'm saying? Some, some of my sisters out there getting a lot of surgery. You see them one oh year God. and the next year, you don't even know who they are. Because yeah. they don't know who they are. You're so concerned about people's opinions these days that you can't even be your true self. So let me tell you, if a nigga told me that he wasn't giving a head, it's like the conversation is over. I don't even want to be your friend. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because I know that's what I like. But yeah. I got to talk to me, tell me. I want to hear all that shit. I want, it's especially if I'm attracted to you. Because I don't have, you know what I'm saying? I am a little, I'm a little older. But I don't, don't want to waste no time fucking around for six months and there's some garbage. Or you, or you know what I mean? Or you one of them dudes that want the lights off? Nah, I want the lights on. Okay, exactly. So, I'm with you. So we're not driving. And ain't no, and it is, it's not going to take us six months to get there. We can just have this conversation real quick in like five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> and be done with it. Damn right. And that's it. Like, you want to get married? Nah, I'll never want to get married. Alright, peace in. Take care, brother. Enjoy the rest of your night. Because <laughs> I'm here looking for a husband. It depends on what you're looking for. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we some fake-ass people out here. We're real yes, fake. Ma'am. And that's what the problem is. We're too concerned about appearance and what somebody else is going to think that we can't even be ourselves. Harry, that that's yes, just ma'am. my take. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a lights on person too. I don't I want you to feel comfortable. I don't care if you got C section scars, stretch marks. You feel like your titties are touching your belly button. If I'm into you, I'm into you. Bullet and I, I want to see wounds. everything I'm doing. Everything I want to see everything. You want to see the titties touching the navel. Everything. <laughs> oh yeah. If I tell you I love you and you got ashy knees, show me your ashy knees. Don't play me. Spit on it. That's man. That's man. That's right. Yeah. I want to see you spit on my dick. I want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to close my eyes and pitch. I want to see it happen. I want you to look at me while I'm eating you out. I want you to look me in my face while I look up at you while I do. Because the lights off in the room is dark. I don't know what the hell. You, you could just not be into it. See, I'm paranoid. I be thinking like people want to jump out. Like you got somebody else in here? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where them boys at? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, yeah. I, I feel you 100. I mean, straight up. Because in Cindy knows, I love her. Oh, I love because she's her true self. She'll care. She doesn't care about the judgment. I don't care about the judgment. My mouth sometimes. Yes, ma'am. It gets me in trouble. But you understand what I'm saying? It's just yes, sometimes you just gotta know who you who the fuck you are, and you're good so, with yourself. That's right. I want that woman to be comfortable in her skin. If I tell her in the middle of her busy. 
hey, look, uh, come over and, and give me some hair real quick. Let me come and then go back to what you're doing. I, w- I want to see her do that. Like, I want to see Roddy game for life all in you. I don't don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me nothing. I want to see everything in you. Truth, what you fighting with back there? What, what you fighting with back there? Me? Yeah, yeah, you moving. Oh, my fault. I, I, I mean, I got the headphones, you know, I said so. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. a little friction. I, I know. I'm like, what? He, what he rubbing yeah. up against? I know. I thought I heard a little friction going on. That's what I was listening. Oh no, to. it's the microphone rubbing up against my face. I apologize. Mm. Uh, by the way, Jackie got that beard oil. Jackie, plug, plug your, plug your company. Ah, yeah. I'm. I may have to send you some of my beard oil. It was, you know, uh, shit information. I didn't care about some more. I, I, I don't got one of them grown man Christmas beers, but I, I still use the old ones. Okay. Well, this beer to work with you. <laughs> it's perfume. It's, it's fragrance. So it, it's, it, it leaves a lingering fragrance wherever you are. It's precious for them females out there. It's definitely a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you'll thank me. Huh? I just have to make sure I spend some money with you. Yes, yes. I appreciate all of that love and support. I do. And I support back. I, yeah. I support my people. Wait, you got to tell me your website. It's it's Joni, J-O-N-I, product at square.site. S I T E. Joni Products at Square. It's Shea Butter Fragrances. Um, it's uh, oil roll on and soap. Um, and then I also have uh, face products and the beard oil and hair growth serum. Just in case you need the beard to kind of grow in nice and full, all of that. I got all of that for you. That's what's up. So let me tell y'all a story. So I knew this sister, and um, yeah, one of y'all might have heard this story. I knew a sister. She um, she came into three hundred thousand dollars. She moved out to California from Harlem. She was flying everybody out here to uh, the Grammys, to the BT Awards, and shit. Uh, Jay-Z concerts, Beyonce concerts. Real nice sister. Always looking out for her people. Money dwindled down. Dwindled. She was helping. Uh, she's had a godchild by her homie. She known forever. Um, and she was paying her rent. $800 a month. For like a year. Mm. One day she looks at her bank account. And her man took the last 20 G's and left. She was fucked up. Um, I, I didn't really know her like that, but, um, you know, we went, you know, went out, tried, you know, talk business, whatever, whatever. But she called me and cause she said, Oh no, you know, I'm busy, whatever, whatever. So I was like, no, it's cool. We could be cool. So now she's like, um, she calls me. She's crying. Oh my God. I'm so fucked up out. I'm out in LA. I I ain't got a fucking pot to piss and type shit. I've called over 1,500 people on my phone 
that I've given ten grand to, five grand to, a thousand, twenty dollars, all that shit. And I called my homegirl that I was paying her rent. And I said, sis, I'm fucked up. Help me. Why the bitch told her times are hard and hung up on her? That's a user. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a user. That's the epitome of a user. You look in the dictionary and that bitch is saved in <laughs> that That's part, crazy. That part. That part. Yeah, you, you know. know. That's when you go to jail. You go straight to jail. Like the Monopoly, go straight to jail. I'm going straight to jail. Fucking with that. Yeah. No, that, that is horrible. But it gets to the point where it's almost like, were you even really friends? Do you get what I'm saying? Were you, no. was the person just coming off on you, riding your coattails type shit? And so I looked at the user. A person who uses a friend or acquaintance solely for the purpose of gaining a type of advantage, whether it be one, when you know, when no one else is around, they need someone like you to take them places. Two, someone who doesn't include you in any activities that they have with their friends who you too are friends with, yet you would invite him or her in a heartbeat. Three, a person who completely ignores you when he or she is with a group of people who may be cooler than you, right? Uh, what's the other one? Four, a person who can call you anytime and you would be there for them. And yet, if you try to call him or her, they will not pick up. However, only for using purposes, he or she would pick up, like if he or she needs a ride somewhere, yet they would pick up their phone for any other person. Five, a person who constantly gives you excuses when you know he or she is completely full of shit. That's the <laughs> definition of a user. Mm-hmm. That's it. So we have to be careful of those people that we come across in our lives. And you will probably meet them till the day you die. Yeah. Users. You yeah, fucking you users. I promise you, even after you die, motherfuckers will treat your house like it's a King Tut tomb and will raid your shit like vultures. Oh my God, they'll raid you. <laughs> fucking. When you're still on the bed. When pl- they, after, right after they pronounce you, they've taken the chain and the ring. Pluck your fucking gold tooth out your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Savages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some savage. Passed away. Her, her sisters, her brother, her brothers and cousins, they were at her house. She's fresh. I mean, not even in the ground. And they decided to take as much stuff as they ate. They took the dirty clothes basket. But yeah, people tell me to watch out for the evil white man lurking around the corner, right? That's what they say. Mm. And sometimes people, you know, it, the most, um, the, the hardest lesson for me is having someone around me for 30 years, 30. And then you show yourself. Yeah. That is a hard pill to swallow. Give me 10 years. Give me 15. 30? Ah. Oh. Come on, man. I'm auntie to your kids. You auntie to mine. We have all the family barbecues. It's family. At 30 years, you're family. 
But I ain't never know you felt like that. Yeah. I never knew you felt like that about me. So you feel like that about me today. Was you feeling like that about me 10 years ago? 15 years ago? When did shit change? Because I know how I am when I love somebody. And I love them dearly. Fuck that shit. Nah, it's gang gang all day for you. All day. Like, I ain't even letting you fight. I'm going to fight for you. I'll, I'm going to stand in front of you. But that's the type of person that I am. So having like those mad days where shit that you, like those deep, dark secrets that you let that person know about you. Like, come on, man. You had a mad day that you said shit that I confided in you about over 30. What the, you got 30 years worth of my secrets. That's it's true. real tough when you have that level of betrayal. And then to come back from that and look at somebody that's only been around you for five years and they treating you like, you know, you the sister they never had. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you really got to be tr- careful out here and you just got to go with your spirit. When you see certain things questionable, it's, it's questionable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then when you're around people, that show themselves they're true to who they are. Um, I mean, you you see what you you see what's in front of you. That's what you got. Yeah, bitch, I I took the last beer. I ain't think you wanted it. Yeah, I took that last swig of liquor out of there. I ain't think you wanted. It. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. get you another bottle, and they come through with another bottle. I can respect that. Oh, that that reminds me of a story, y'all. So I knew a girl that um. We're talking about users. I mean, circles back to jealousy somehow because they're both connected. Uh, so she said she went to a comedy club. She went to see Mike Epps. Yep, I'm calling names. Fuck it. And so basically he, um, she, you know, oh, that was funny. He was real funny. I guess came off as a groupie and shit. He gave her a number. So now she was like, damn, I want to call him, but I ain't know when to call him. So I was like, fuck it. So I called, but it was an automated system. So, oh, you met me the other day, da-da-da. He calls her back. So he's like, yo, where you at? I think he was like in New Jersey at the time. So she, he was like, meet me over here. It was at some fucking motel. Not a hotel, a motel. So <laughs> they meet at the fucking motel and shit. So she said she outside, you know, she's smoking a cigarette or whatever. She smoked weed and shit like that. So now... He's like, oh, why would you got weed, whatever. So, like, they smoking and shit. And she said, we fucked. So, she fucked Mike Epps and shit. So, she's like, you know, they're there, whatever. No no real conversation because he don't know her. She don't know him. You already know. So, she said, I take a nap. I wake up. She said, mind you, I didn't really have that much money because I asked him, can he drive me back? So, she was like, oh, no. So, she fell asleep. So, she wakes up. Mike Epps is gone. Her cigarettes are gone. The weed is gone. And she's fucked up. She got to mm. call somebody to come get her from the hotel. Oh, damn. True story. Oh, damn. Mike Epps, you out here doing that? Hmm. Wow. Truth Let you, me truth, find truth, out. Truth, you, you wouldn't do that to nobody? You wouldn't take that shit? Oh, yeah. And took her, she had like, she said she had like $20 in her thing and it was gone too. 
<laughs> ain't even living for twenty dollars. When I was young, I've done some crazy shit. I, I shared a story with y'all. I didn't share it already. So me and my friends, this was like, shit. Like, God, remember the New York Raven, the chat line? Yep. The one you had to you had to call in on the phone and all that. So me and my homegirl, she she's a wait. Hold on, hold on. You got a little feedback. You got a little feedback. Go ahead, talk, talk truth. All right. So, me and her used to go on the, uh, the, the what they call the New York Raven. And we used to go and see whoever we could get, whoever we could pick up, man, man. And I would go after the women, she would go after, you know, the females and the males. And so the, the, the damn, it's fucked up. So this is, this is the plan. She getting in the house, leave the door unlocked. She take the person in the room. Oh, I did it. Same thing. I get the girl, take her in the back of the door a lot. And then whoever was outside would go inside while the other person was busy, you know, doing a one-two and clean them out. But as much as we could carry out the house, we clean them out. We did that shit for about almost a year or two. But like I said, that was back in the day. Would I do that shit now? No. Nah. I don't go fuck what the situation is. I'm not going in no woman's purse. I'm not taking nothing off of her dresser. I'm not, I, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, man. Truth, man. Yo, yo, yo that's why they call me truth. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that's the truth teller. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. We used to do some foul, crazy shit. Now, I don't think I ever did anything like that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think people use me so much. I ain't never want to use nobody. <laughs> uh, now, don't get, no, no. I have a story. I did use one person. But he was trying to use me, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so he was with somebody that I knew that was close to me. They weren't together anymore. And I was cool with them still. Because, you know, when a person is around the family, they family. So that's family to me. But they approached me. And I took offense. I, I was insulted. Because I was like, what the fuck? I was like, How are you going to ask me? Like, I don't have no class, no respect for myself. Like, because of the connection so I took offense to it and I said you know what so since you want to play me like I ain't shit well let me treat you like a piece of shit so I got a whole sectional out of them brand new custom made yo my sectional was so motherfucking oh my god that shit had a telephone in it the vibrating recliners the heated seat the whole not ended and a pullout, queen size. I got that. And I ain't never give him shit. What I did was tell him to pull his dick out and jerk it for me and let me watch. <laughs> so after he finished. <laughs> so he did. I talked to him. I sat beside him on the couch and I talked to him about it and whatever, whatever. And, and I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me get that paper towel. 
He's like, yeah, yeah, get the paper towel. So I bought him the paper towel back. I was like, put it there. He's like, no, nah, y'all, no, put it in the paper towel. Mm-hmm. So we did, black, 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 black off. I got, grabbed the paper towel. I said, you feel better? He was like, yeah, I feel a lot better. I said, good. I said, now get your shit and get the fuck out. Get that so checkbook off the table. Get the fuck out of my house. Leave. He's like, are you serious? Oh, I'm dead ass. Better be glad I ain't record that shit. I did feel solid. You can leave. I did that. Now, that's me. That's the type of person that I am. If I'm going to use you, it's, you can best believe you and you've insulted me. Somehow, some way, and I got your ass back. That's all. Damn, I wanna, I wanna say, I've, I, I wanna say, I never used nobody. But at a certain point, you know, when I track back in my mind, uh, <laughs> like the Twilight yeah. Zone, I, I, this gonna sound fucked up. It's gonna sound fucked up. I don't use anybody on a level for like money or nothing like that. I played hooky without having two dollars in my pocket and having to walk like five thousand fucking blocks back home and shit because nigga wouldn't be too fucking cheap to motherfucking. Put you in a cab type shit. Fucked up shit. You you know, you teen, you dumb, you young, dumb, full of cum. And so I was dating somebody. I'm young. What am I, like 19, some shit like that. And he want to have like, he wants to have a threesome or whatever. So there's a chick that I was working with. And she was like, I asked her, you ever been with a girl? A guy, you ever did a threesome? And she was like, nah. But she used to always tell me her man used to bust her ass. So in my mind, I knew she would have a threesome. <laughs> so I would sit there, listen to her, talk about her, her shitty fucking life. And then on that note, I got her to do the threesome. And then when she tried to call me to tell me more stories, I wasn't there. Sorry. Damn. Oh, that was rough. I could be cold. I don't like it. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes you have to be like that with people. You have to. I learned over the years I would never put, you know, financially I would never put my all into a person. I would never do that. Like so, because when when you both part ways and you put your all into that person financially, nine times out of ten you're gonna walk away with absolutely nothing. And you got to start all over. Mm, that's not so. That's not so. That, that, it depends on who you chose to go in financially with. It depends on well, that mate. You, 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 you select did, you with somebody and, you, and y'all decide, you know, we're going to put all our money into this account, blah, blah, blah. And then when that shit is over. Oh, no. As a date, as a date, Never a date don't even know what's in my ba- in my checking account. You don't even get to know my balance. I, w- I will never. But, I'm not gonna lie. I won't even do that with, with the woman that I married. Hell no. no. Yeah, and, and like I said, they can call me crazy. Oh, you, know, you don't got no heart. You callous. Listen, at any given moment, that person can say, "Get the fuck out." I'll be damn if I'm out with nothing. And trying to tell you, hey, remember all that money we saved up? Can I get half? Unless you're putting the same amount that you're putting in, like you half and half type of thing. 
if I put I as any, I don't, that's, that's, that's just me. Like I said, it's just me. I'm, I'm not going to be the one to do that. I'll, I'll keep my money over here. When it comes time to bring it to the table, be together. But, I, I, you know, fellas, protect yourself. Prepare for the worst. Oh, you mean Prepare a joint? You mean like a joint banking account? Yeah, something like that. I will never. Oh, do no, that. we don't do that. No, you could be married with two separate accounts. I thought you yeah. were saying that you're not going to, like, do anything financially together. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Okay, saying okay. That. Buying cars and stuff and both people, I, mean, I would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, get it. I, I've heard stories uh, of one of my um, uh, my cousin. He don't know I know this, but he had a girl friend, and they broke up. She said, "You know what your fucking cousin did?" And I said, "What he did?" She said, "Man, we had been together for the last three years, and we had a joint account, and it was about fucking fifteen thousand dollars in the account. And as soon as we fucking broke up, before I could think to go to the bank account." That nigga clean the shit out. Mm. Yeah. It's hard out here. Oh, that's rough. I can say that I like in my marriage, right? Because I ain't never sharing no account. Because you my you my boy. We I'm not doing that boyfriend girlfriend playhouse thing. <laughs> but in my marriage, though, um. We had a shared account, and then we had our individual account. So the shared account is where the bill money went. We You put your share in, I put my share in. That's the bill money. And then whatever I spend the money in our own personal account was our money. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It worked. Because that we didn't put nothing extra. Just, you know, we budgeted. We knew exactly what the bills were every month, and that's where that money went. Yeah. Responsible adults. It's so nice to hear. So now this <laughs> takes us to our fourth question. What age should sex without attachment be over? Go. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deanne. Cindy Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production.